Welcome to Mind Your Mind, a podcast presented by Dakota Family Services, an outpatient behavioral health clinic located in Minot, Bismarck, and Fargo, North Dakota. In this podcast, I will talk with our experts about understanding and nurturing our mental health and wellness. I'm your host, Tim Munson. Join me each episode as we explore the intricacies of our minds, decrease the stigma of mental illness, learn practical tips for managing our mental health and well-being, and recognize when it's time to ask for help. Join me now to Mind Your Mind. Welcome to this episode of Mind Your Mind. I'll be talking with Dr. Wayne Martinson. Dr. Martinson is a medical director and psychiatrist in Fargo and Minot. Dr. Martinson diagnoses psychiatric and behavioral health conditions, makes treatment recommendations, and provides medication management for clients of all ages. Our topic today is meditation. However, before we get to meditation, and I should have forewarned Dr. Martinson, there's always that question I ask at the beginning, and that is, why do you do what you do? Uh, I think it is totally fascinating. I, I'm one of the people who, even if it's hard for me to get out of bed in the morning, I love what I do. I love the people. I love the complexity of the problems. And when I can make a difference and help people live the life that they want to live, I find that just incredibly rewarding. Thanks again for being with us. Our topic is meditation. And we hear a lot about meditation. So what are the different types of meditation? Well, there's when we think of med- meditation, generally what we think about, the, the sort of most popular form of that would be uh, mindfulness meditation. But there's, there's concentrative medica- meditation, and that would be the, the repetitive prayer meditation would be a real common one, or the use of a mantra that somebody repeats over and over and focuses their mind. And so a lot of the religious Uh, meditation is concentrative meditation. There's also expressive meditation, and this would be movement meditation like Tai Chi or yoga or dance. Repetitive dance could be a type of meditation. The most common form of meditation that we hear about in modern society is really uh, mindfulness meditation or awareness meditation. The There are some, these categories are not exclusive, right? So there is a concept in Scandinavia of forest bathing, which is sort of a meditative experience where you walk through nature. Uh, so you're moving rhythmically at the same time. You're you're emptying your mind of day-to-day thoughts and really focusing on uh, nature, on that experience of being in nature. Yeah, spending time in the woods is always a relaxing opportunity. What is meditation used for? Meditation is used for a number of things. It's used for emotional well-being. There's even evidence that it treats trauma. So it's like typically we think of -of state-of-the-art care for trauma is is psychotherapy, right? It's the, you know, re-experiencing that or doing a narrative For some people, that's really hard to do, or it's like they're not ready for it. And for those people, meditation has a real role to play. It's also a stress reducer. When you look at the the research on burnout, job burnout, one of the things that can really bring that down is meditation. When you look at lifestyle in terms of longevity, when you look at 
preventing dementia, meditation comes into play. When you look at physical health, so blood pressure, immune disorders, meditation also has a big role to play there. And one of the emerging concepts in in psychiatry and in medicine is that what's good for the heart is good for the brain. What's good for the brain is good for the heart. And so when you control blood pressure, for example, you add to longevity, you add to mental well-being. But when you add to mental well-being, you typically lower blood pressure, you improve cardiac function. And so it's one of the pillars of a healthy lifestyle is defined by the American Academy uh, of Lifestyle Medicine. So we're talking about uh, the types of meditation, what it's used for. Now, how, how do I meditate? There is a lot of there's a lot of options. Right. So some people will come to meditation and not even realize they're doing it because they're saying a rosary every day as a part of their religious experience. Uh, There are other people who culturally or in their family, Tai Chi is a part of what they do. There's a, there are people who will um, have friends that invite them to, to work out at a yoga studio. And so those are all legitimate ways to get to meditation. The Probably the most common uh, approach to medica- meditation now is the use of app, um, apps on our phones. So Calm or Headspace, those are probably the biggest ones, but there are any number of them that step you through meditation. It's hardest the first few months of meditation because you don't know exactly what you're supposed to do with your brain at each step. And and the brain is undisciplined. Even after years of meditation, it's like the brain wants to go back to thinking. The brain wants to process what I'm doing today. The brain wants to think about what I did yesterday. And you have to create a clear space. And so the, the step-by-step guidance from an app like Headspace is incredibly helpful because it periodically will redirect you to think about where your thoughts are and to help you focus on breath or on your heart rate or on a particular um, mantra for the meditation. Sounds like the, the key is to, in meditation, maybe one of those keys is turning our minds off so we're not it's not going 100 miles an hour and focus on what we're doing at the time. It's defined as sort of, there's various definitions, but it's sort of defined as a relaxed um, period of awareness. Um, And so the, but the awareness is not on, it's on the body or it's on the, the experience of calm or serenity. It's not um, an awareness of, uh, I have to meet with this many clients today, or I have to uh, pick my kid up after school and I have to remember that. So our guest on Mind Your Mind is Dr. Wayne Martinson. Today, we are talking about meditation. And now, how do I know if I'm doing meditation right? It just seems like there's just a a lot of things to keep in mind when we're meditating and then to know that we're doing it right. One of the things that after you've done it for a while, even a week or so, one of the things you notice is a sense of alertness and calm 
after the experience. So first part of it is sort of knowing what to do during the, the 10, 20, 30 minutes that I'm meditating. Uh, the, the, and that's where the apps help or having a coach helps. That's where your uh, yoga master will help. But beyond that, there's an experience after you meditate. And so one of the things that I think about when I talk about meditation is that People think about it as a discipline, you know. When I when I say I've meditated for years, they'll say, "Oh my God, that's that's such discipline," and it's really not. It's no more discipline than um, most of us will brush our teeth in the morning before we go to work. And if if we don't brush our teeth, there's this feeling of uh, of being gross. It's like a, a, the day isn't quite right. And similarly, it's like. It's like brushing the teeth for the brain. You find your brain much more supple, much more aware, much more responsive, much more calm if you've meditated. So it sounds like if if we notice that change, we're doing it right. If we still have the same frustrations after we're meditating, maybe not so much. Right. How does meditation affect the body? You know, it's remarkable. There is an amazing amount of research. So at, at a superficial level, we know that meditation reduces blood pressure. We know that meditation affects the immune system. And so it decreases inflammation in the body. And when you decrease inflammation, you have a number of positive health experiences. It improves sleep. And not only does it improve sleep, the amount of time spent in meditation up to about a half an hour a day replaces the, um, some of the sleep at night. So it doesn't take away from the the day, the 16 hours that most of us are awake, it replaces some of the time for sleep. It it actually enhances or enlarges a little bit the hippocampus, which is a part of the the memory part of the brain. And in doing that, it it has, because the hippocampus is where memory is, that's the that's the problem area when we develop dementia uh, as we get older. And that's a disease that runs in my own family. And it's one of the reasons that I've looked at meditation and a number of lifestyle changes as a part of that to avoid that process. So you look at um, improved cardiac function. There's also, uh, and this gets into the weeds a bit, Tim, but there's, uh, when you look at cellular division, there's something called telomeres that line up all of our DNA in order to uh, replicate a cell. As we get older, the telomeres, which are the proteins on the ends of this uh, lining up process, get smaller and smaller and smaller. And one of the ways that cell lines actually die is, there's several ways, but one of the ways is that these telomeres get too small to function. And repeatedly in the last 50 years, what we see is that those telomeres actually lengthen with with regular meditation. And so it has, even at a cellular level, uh, an impact on physical health. Meditation, our topic on Mind Your Mind. Our guest has been Dr. Wayne Martinson. And Dr. Martinson, we always appreciate your time. You're just a, a treasure trove of insights and knowledge and wisdom. And thank you for sharing that with us. Before we wrap up, there's always that final question in the wrap-up, and that what is what do you do personally to mind your mind? You know, I really do a lot. 
Um, not only do I work with people psychiatrically and teach at the medical school, I, I'm a practitioner of meditation, of healthy, whole food, plant-based diet, of, uh, of uh, close relationships with the people I love with, um, and, and getting adequate sleep. And so all of those things are really a, not just what I tell my patients to do, but they're a part of my own life. Awesome. Thank you so much again for your time. We appreciate you. And this was Dr. Wayne Martinson. Again, our episode, Mind Your Mind, talking about meditation. Thank you for joining us for Mind Your Mind, a podcast presented by Dakota Family Services. You can't have health without behavioral health. Remember to mind your mind. For more information, links to additional resources, contact information, and much more, go to dakotafamilyservices.org.